welcome to the Stabcast. Hello, everybody. Hootie-hoo. Hootie-hoo. In with a different theme song today. Yep. So don't get confused. This isn't our one of other <laughs> the podcasts. Other show. This is the Stabcast. We just decided to fuck with you guys. It was, it's April Fool's almost. It's well, the day after. Yeah, it's the day after. So fuck it. We're here to review the movie Haunt. Uh, this has been a little gem that we've been... You showed me. You put me onto it uh, a couple weeks ago. And I finally watched it. Yep, it's a 2019 little gem. It was on Hulu, and Hulu kept on taunting me. Yes. About it. Like, it kept on, like, suggesting it for me. So finally, at, like, 7 o'clock in the morning, the one day, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. And I put it on. And by 9 o'clock that morning, I was texting this kid to go check this movie out. I thought it was a series. I've been watching it. I have been watching these kinds of movies since I was lit. Before I can even fucking remember. Some of the movies that I've seen have been explained to me of me watching them from other Yes. This movie is one of the second movies who make me scream at the top of my lungs. The only other movie to make me do that is, oddly enough, not a horror movie, guys. It's actually... Please don't make fun of me. I was eight years old at the time. Face off with John Travolta and Nick. <laughs> don't know why it fucking scared me so much. Parents didn't even know why it fucking scared me so much. It just did. Now, this is produced by Eli Roth, and you can tell. Well, he's one of the producers. I do have this written down real quick. There's other producers. It is produced by the main producer, Tom uh, Todd Gardner. Also, Mark Best. Fasano. Vassal and Ankur Rungata. And then Eli Roth. And it's directed by Scott Beck and uh, Brian Woods. And also written by this pair as well. Yes, and that's the same duo that wrote The Quiet Place. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of how they got the cast to do this thing and direct it. Yeah, and you can also kind of see the themes of it. I'm not going to go into it just just yet, but you kind of can see the themes of The Quiet Place. Like, a little bit. Implanted, like, that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. It, it's creative. Like, you can tell they're a creative duo, especially because The Quiet Place is a different crea- creative twist on mm-hmm. the apocalyptic camera that hasn't really been done before. Right. That's, like, and it, like, kind of changed movies a little bit. Too. Like, it, like it, I've never been in a movie so discouraged to eat popcorn in my life. Right. Because it's so damn quiet. I don't want to piss the people off next to me. Uh, and... You know that yeah that usually doesn't happen. <laughs> so so they brought that to the game. But this is also a twist. I know a lot of people have compared this to Hellfest, and, and you you were you compared it to Hellfest too a little bit. You were talking at the beginning. I said this was what I wanted Hellfest to be. I think there's big differences. And going back and watching Hellfest again, I do have a little more love to that movie. Than I movie. do as well. I told you this. Now that I own the movie and I've seen it a couple of times, I actually do have a new love for that movie. Yeah. Um, but I see it more as when we were talking about this earlier this week, too, when we were going over our notes and whatnot. Yeah. We were talking about how Hellfest is more like if you went to Darien Lake. Or Six Flags. Six Flags. Six flags. For yeah, people that are in Buffalo. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Buffalo Brain. Six Flags. Great six adventure, flags. that shit. Yes. 
Um, haunt is a little more back haunt. alley haunt, haunted house, exactly. like local, like, yeah, something like that. It's like a haunted hay ride, like, yeah, something like that type of deal. Yeah. I, I agree. It, 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 I would even say that Hell's Test is a little more, like, ravey. Like, it's yeah. a little more like a party, like, we're going, like, a fucking, like, even, like, when, it you know. It was a party for adults. Yeah, when Six Flags does their, like, horror fest type deal. Yeah, they do have those type of events. Yeah, I was there, and they did a Hellfest, you know, maze, and it was pretty cool. They didn't do a haunt one. A haunt one would have been scarier. But this movie, I think, because the one difference that I will say about them, that tone is completely different to where this is more intense, more like, you know, deep, more like it's just like sinister. And it and, also really plays on your fears, yeah. especially with the atmosphere being so claustrophobic. Yeah, the other one's more traditional slasher and like yay, happy party vibes, you know? Yeah. This one's a little more like, oh shit, we're all doomed, we're fucked, we're not going to make it out. But they don't know that at first. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, you kind of get that as the audience. Yeah. As you're watching it, you're kind of like, uh, this isn't a really good idea, guys. Like, I was surprised there was, and spoiler alert already, but I was surprised that there were survivors out of this thing. Yeah. Because it seemed like one of those movies where they might just kill everybody off. And I think that this thing does something different than a lot of movies do, is to where it takes like a basic kind of concept to where, oh, it's a haunted house, but it's real. And they're really killing people. And it kind of just, it focuses more. Like, I just love the way it's shot. And it's like, you can tell that it was the writer's vision that they directed. You you can tell that there wasn't a swap there. Somebody else didn't write it that directed it. Yeah. You can tell it was one vision. Because the way it's shot, it's like the, you're they're really focused on the smallest of looks and the way that they act towards certain things. And that's how they get the scares. And then there'll be a jump out of nowhere. Or like, you'll see some, one of the guys that's working their face and you're like, holy fuck fuck like it, there's different types of horror throughout the movie and i also like the way that it opens because it oh, you start off at campus housing in carbondale illinois but the way that it is filmed is very much like at a halloween yes honestly do you it's have the very cast much like Haydenfield, illinois um i have the names of the cast but i don't have the actors okay the actors are Katie Stevens as Harper, yeah. Will Britton as Nathan, Lauren McLean as Bailey, Andrew Lewis Caldwell as Evan, uh, and uh, Shati Raja is Angela Schulter, Helford is Mallory, and then uh, you got the the bad guys. You know, Cheney Morrow is the ghost, Justin Markson is the clown, Damian Maffei is the devil, and then the abusive boyfriend, Samuel Hunt. Oh, Sam plays Sam. Yeah, That's Sam plays Sam. Sam plays Sam. Yeah, so, what do you think of that inclusion of it? And that is kind of at the beginning there, too, where it starts. Yeah, so basically, you see this young young woman. She's in the side, covering up makeup and whatnot. And then it turns to this door where this jack-o'-lantern gets, like, slammed on it. And you see this red truck pull away. And you see this angry black girl open the door and be like, what the fuck? Yeah. And, like, she goes up to the young lady that's in the room. We quickly find out that this is our two girls, Bailey and... Harper. Harper. The roommates and homies. And Harper is covering up her shit, and she's like, look, Bailey's like, look, I've seen the bruises and everything. That motherfucker's just beer pumpkin at her house. Give me your fucking phone because you're breaking up with him tonight. Yes. And she's like, no, I can't do that. Don't do that. Give me my phone back. Yes. Well, push comes to shove. Friends come over to go to a party, and she actually ends up going with them. Before she leaves, she actually does end up sending Sam a message that just... Clear out, says, I'm done. 
Yeah. Yeah. Keywords. I'm done. Well, she goes to a party. They're having a really good fucking time. That's where we meet the other characters, Nate, which Nate wasn't really supposed to fucking be there or be in their group. Yeah. He just kind of waved for another drink, and because of how awkward little Miss um, Harper is, she uh, she thought he was motioning towards her. <laughs> Poor thing. I felt so bad for her because yeah. I, I felt that so bad. I, I've been in that situation before. You see a cute boy waving you since so they're waving at you. Um, but then you're introduced to Evan, who by far, I've, I've been told in a few different reviews for this movie that he is the worst actor in this movie. I would have to disagree. Evan? Yes. I would have to say that Evan is probably a standout for me. I was going to say, they can fuck those people. Yeah, I was going to say that. A lot of people say that he did the worst. I would put him above Mallory and even above Angela. Yeah, and listen, and and I like the actor Andrew Caldwell. I, I've seen him. I mean, the movie College is like something I grew up with. Like I love that fucking movie. And I've I've also hit the dude up and gave him a compliment about this movie too, and because this movie was a really good movie. And I thought his performance. I thought he was sort of relatable, especially in like stuff like like spoilers towards the end. But like when the killer's like saying something to him, and he's like, I just want to go home. Like, that was, like, my favorite line in the movie. I thought he fucking nailed it. I thought he was, like, the perfect chubby friend. Like, that's how I would be in this situation. He showed up and they're like, what are you supposed to be? And he's like, I am the front end of a human centipede. Yeah, he's kind of a dick. Like, yeah. Fucking dropped out. Yeah. And it's like, well, do you think you're going to be ass all night? Yeah. He kind of works. Like, 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 I don't know. I thought it worked. Like, lovable asshole. Yeah, he's kind of a doofus. Yeah, and he's, like, kind of a douche, but he's also, like, kind of trying to help and get everybody out. So it's, like, you're on his side. You don't want to see him go. And then, like, when he does, it's very brutal. It seems like it's going to be off screen, so you're like, oh, that's kind of lame. But then something happens on screen. You're like, holy fucking shit. shit. They did show a lot here. (laughs) You know, (laughs) that's definitely not disappointing in the gore department. And I thought, yeah, I thought his character really worked as, like, First, like, not a side character, but, like, a different member of the group that you know is not going to make it. Like, I thought he played... He was kind of like the loner member of the group. Yeah, a little bit. Like, he's the one buddy. Like, he's just, like, hanging out. He's with them, and he's cracking a couple jokes, making fun of a few of them, and it's fun. And and, and then, you know, at a certain point... I was pleasantly surprised he didn't go away right in the beginning. No, he lasted a long time. And he was, like, the first one to get out of the maze and stuff. And Mitch, oh, my God, Mitch... All right, all right, we're, we're jumping ahead. All right, go ahead. Because we got we to get to Pete's Pong guy first. So they get to this fucking haunted house. After eat, after drinking fucking spiders, mind you. They drink fucking tequila with spiders in it. Then they go to fucking find the haunted house. And they find this place that just lights up with haunted house. And it's like, yeah, it just, uh, it's like just as they're driving, about to drive past yeah. it, it lights up. It's yeah, like, and what's really a cool little Easter egg towards the beginning of the movie is that if you look at the sign, haunted and house are not lit up. They're shown, but they're not lit up. Haunt is lit up and light. So they go down that road and whatnot, and they pull up, and they see a group of young people getting ready to enter in the house and everything, or entering the garage and whatnot. 
And then they pull up and they sign the waivers and whatnot. They get introduced as this creepy fucking clown dude that makes them put their phones in a lockbox. And then they're in. Yeah. And then they see their first little torture show, which is basically this witch who decides to kill people when she wants to. She basically just puts on a little show for you. What these people don't know is the girl that they watch was the girl that just walked in the house right before they did. Yeah. Yeah, and you weren't sure. I mean, when you saw it happening, is it part of a haunted house attraction? And, and that, that which is that. what they thought. Yeah, they they thought that because they didn't put two and two together. Yeah, no, and no. I, I would, I honestly wouldn't have either. I mean, if I didn't watch it a second time, I wouldn't have realized that. Yeah. But shit gets very real, very fucking quick. You get three three of the kids run on the safe side. Other three of the kids choose the non-safe side for some reason. I don't fucking understand. But Nathan chooses the safe side. Why? I don't get that. Yeah, Nathan's our good guy. Like, I, I don't get why he's kind of vanilla, just like the safe side. Yeah, but whatever. Um, and <laughs> Harper's just like safe, not to, oh, fuck it, and just walks into the <laughs> Poor Harper. She's like, I've been through so much shit. It is what it is. And. Immediately, they're confronted by spiders, and Mallory says something about being afraid of spiders and shit. You do not bring up your real phobias in a fucking haunted house. You don't yeah. say that shit. Yeah. The walls have ears. They're watching you. They're most likely fucking cameras and shit. That's why you have to sign fucking waivers. Yeah. You do not say that you're afraid of something when you're walking through something like that. Because they can easily get their hands on something. That's true. And scare the living fuck out of you. That is one thing I don't like about her. She was a little bit of a bitch for me. I feel you. I feel like she honestly could have been on the other side. I feel like I could have swapped her out for Bailey. Yeah. But it is what it is. Who is this? Who could you have swapped out for Bailey? Mallory, the flapper girl for Bailey. Yeah. Oh, the vanilla white chick. Yeah. The one that was scared of spiders? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Because you don't say that you're scared of shit when you're walking through shit, Daniel. Yeah, but she had to be there. I'm asking for it. It was kind of cool that she just, like, crawled into the thing and she disappeared. And then that they're just like, oh, shit, like, our friend's missing and we just have to keep going. And then they come across, which Daniel's already said, Mitch. And Mitch is like, oh, no, your friend's fine, man. She's outside. Well, this was after they... Mitch? Mitch is the guy that's working there. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's Mitch. He's the guy with the uh, with the white costume. He's ghost guy. Oh, okay. Ghost guy. Ghost guy. He's the ghost. And he seems like a really nice guy. He's got a nice voice. He seems to be caring. He he feels a little bad that Bailey is bleeding. Or they did him too. well. They did him well as like that. But I... Nathan fucked up. How? Nathan was told by Ethan or Evan to go in the tunnel with the ghost motherfucker with the poker. Yeah, he waited. Nathan did not. He waited until Mitch got to the other side and gave Mitch just enough time to seal up the fucking entrance. Which Evan... Yeah, that was a stupid plan. So why do you fucking listen to Evan? That's what I'm saying. 
And then it's like, you knew he was going to turn up, but they, they, he did do good at like looking kind of like panicked and like, I kind of knew when they were like, dude, take off your mask. And he wasn't going to look, it's like, all right, something's fucked up under there. <laughs> yeah, like, I can't show you my face yet. Like, yeah. What yet? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. It's like, now it's like, all right, something's going to happen. But and I I even like that monologue when he's like and Evan or and when Evan's like oh and uh Nathan or Nate you follow him with the poker just in case Mitch or bitch forgets which side he's on he was like calling him bitch instead of Mitch and it's like it, it was because you know most people would be confrontational to like shit's going down like we just saw you put a poker through our friend's head. Because that's the part we skipped. And our over. other friend is fucking bleeding. Like, yeah. We want to leave now. Like Mallory legit had a poker, or whatever it was, put through her fucking head. Yeah, the witch girl got her. Yeah, and, and they watched it happen, and that's the moment where it's like shit's getting real, or not, not even getting. It's real. Like, and they're watching it happen, and that beautiful scene of all of their like faces close up. Like, and oh not my to god. Mention to get in the fucking, to get in that fucking room and whatnot, they had to go through that coffin shit. Yeah. They literally climb into a coffin, guys, and shut the door and wait for another fucking door to open. I would not be able to do that. But that no fucking way. But that scene when they're all in that room and Mallory gets the poker put through her head, it works. For so many reasons, because I feel like, especially us, because we watch so much of this shit, it's easy to get very desensitized by kills and like seeing people die. And it's very, it's not, a lot of people don't like watch that happen all the time, so they're not as used to it. But when you see like these kids in the close ups and they're watching the loss of a human life and their friend that they came here and they're just having fun and hanging out, and now it's real and their friend is dead. And all of them, like, their faces, Harper, fucking, they're all, like, crying and scared and, like, worried. And it just, that's what shows what the genre is really perfect and meant for. And it shows meaning like that. Like, that, that's important. That's real. Like, we just lost a member of the group here. This is a big deal. Someone just died. This is like, and I'm glad that the movie kind of took the time because a lot of these things is like, oh my god, Jason just got a machete. Like, he just, or, or Jimmy just got his head chopped off. All right, let's keep running. <laughs> like, like you don't right. really have time to react to this shit. You don't, because it'd be it'd be whack if there was a funeral after every death in a horror movie. It'd be ten hours, you know. So, but it's kind of cool that the directors took a moment that it's like they're watching this. This is the moment where they realize they're fucked. Somebody just died, and now we're all scared. And I think they took enough time to like, and it like it sunk to me as a viewer, and it made it more scary. Yeah. I, I definitely, I would definitely agree. Um, there were a lot of, a lot of scary parts for me. There were a lot of parts though that didn't really hit home to me. I didn't understand the whole correlation behind her father and the abuse and everything. Like, I get how that relates to her and Sam's relationship. Yeah. And whatnot. And I get why they kind of threw him in there so they could find a way to get back. I get it. I didn't but love the domestic abuse I, stuff. Either. I didn't love it. I don't think that it completely worked itself into the story. And also, real quick, before Aunt Sharon goes ahead and gaslighting, <laughs> there is a fan theory that's going around that says that the clown guy was actually Harper's father. No. And that's why he showed up at her house. Well, think about it, though. When he put everyone's phone in the microwave, which phone did he leave out? Harper's. That's true. Yeah, but they, when the boyfriend called, he didn't say, 
damn, your girlfriend's dad, you said you're too late. You're right. Let's share a go. What do you got? Well, the first thing I was going to say with the domestic abuse, it kind of took me back to, um, what was it, team Split. With the girl that gets, the final girl, was she survived because of the domestic abuse background. Do you think it was kind of a piggyback on that? She had the domestic abuse background, so she kind of knew what had to be done to survive. Like you hide under the bed. Um, I guess so. Why was the bedroom? With the dad, it made sense. Yeah, but with the bedroom, why was it so much like her childhood bedroom? How could they've known that? Well, the, well, they kind of they they threw different nods at that too, because you got to remember with Mitch and Evan when Evan said, "I just want to go home." Mitch said his address too, yeah. so they do know everything about these well, people yeah, once they, they got the phone. Yeah, and so, that's when Harper knew that the guy was going to go to her house because. Her yeah. Right, but she also had to, it clicked for her when she was being discharged from the hospital that somebody was going to look at the paperwork for her getting out of the hospital. Yeah. yeah, and that's when she realized that that's why she got the jump on the clown and fucked his day up. Yeah, but I can understand why there are fan theories out there. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not pooping on why it. Why he would be her I can father see it. or wife. Yeah, that makes, I can see that. Yeah. No, I'm not against that. I mean, that. do I think it? No, I don't, I don't think that at all. I don't think they were running that deep. I just don't think, and to to answer you, Sharon, I don't, to me, and I, I see that, but in Split, it felt more like a full thought, and, and to me, that's why it worked a little more. Right, okay. to, to me, to hear, except for, like, Sam coming in at the end and then dying, it didn't really feel like a complete thought, the whole domestic abuse thing. Yeah, it, it didn't, didn't feel fully realized right. in the movie for me. Right. I just feel like an extra, oh, this is something she goes through. So she's kind of a tortured soul. It just, it didn't feel like a real, like, it felt a part of her character, but it didn't feel like fully realized by the end of it, at least for me. I mean, and I appreciate the visuals and whatnot when she's hiding in the bed and they went from, like, her childhood home to, like, what she was really going through. Yeah. I liked it. It was a cool visual. Yeah, that was cool. And it did work when the devil had her for a second. After he, not Mallory, after he kills Angela with the pitchfork, which, by the way, Mallory and Angela, poor girls, like, all these things going through people's skulls, cool as fuck, but gosh, that's a brutal way to die. We got a lot that we could do for our top kill, because Angela, she's trying to crawl through the vent after, and, and then, you know, the devil pulls her out, puts the pitchfork through her fucking head. And then fucking... Yeah, you can definitely tell Eli Roth is behind this because there are a lot of fucking tortures. And the domestic abuse angle did work in that small moment when she when she said, don't do this, Sam, or whatever she said. She said something. She said, Sam. The yeah, boyfriend. because she thought it was her boyfriend. Yeah, because she thought it was him. It did work in that moment. And then when he pulled pulled the mask off, it's this grotesque, like, tattoo. And he's like, fucking, Sam? And he's like, oh, no. It's like, she's fucked. That it did work there. That was the one moment where it's like, all right, this does kind of work. But besides that, I re- I didn't really need it. But I, I did I did like that, and the fact that they were all ugly fucking like, and, and the clouds just as fucking. And apparently one of them's buddies with the directors. I remember the seeing them. Yeah. And uh, shout out to the other YouTubers and stuff that have covered this too. Uh, but, uh, th- this definitely, I, I like that they pulled off the mat, like 
the because the thing with Mitch with with Evan that was eerie. The do you want to see my face? Like it was so creepy. He's like, I know you wanted to see my face, and he's like, No, dude, it's cool. <laughs> like, I just like, want to go home. Like, like, it's not, like I'm all right. <laughs> yeah, I just want to go home, man. And this is the one part of the movie that actually made me scream. Uh, and I have to, I gotta say, this is my this is my favorite kill. I'm just gonna go ahead and throw it Evan? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm not good with prolonged torture. Yeah. I mean, if it's off the screen, then I just have to hear it. And I see what I like see in the beginning, like what's going on and what's being used and whatnot. I can handle that. Yeah. Daniel, he knows that I I can't do torture on screen. Yes. I've never been able to. That's Eli why you're Ross, not a hostile saw lady. Exactly. That's Eli Roth is one guy that just fucking will make my blood run cold. Mm-hmm. And I told Daniel if I knew that he was behind this movie in any sort of way, I don't think I would have watched it. No. Well, he got me. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure this kill or something he had to have come up with. Because Evan gets fucking, like... He's killed he's off screen. Yes. He's killed off screen. You think everything's fine and whatnot. Yeah, you see the crowbar and coming then, out, you're like, this is kind of lame. And, and then, then Mitch is like, oh, well, let's fucking turn the hammer on him and fucking, like, separate his jaw from his face. Yeah, yeah the, he and uses like, the claw, oh, the, claw the hammer. Yeah. And oh, I can't. And I screamed. Like, that was the part where I screamed. I locked it. I was like, oh, my God, this is too bad. I, I, I had to look away the first time. I watched it on the second, on the rewatch. I, I, I watched it. And it's like... Oh my! It, it does so good because it's such a good bait and switch. It's like, oh my god, it's off screen. It's like, wow, he did the kill, and then it's like, oh shit, no! <laughs> and, then he's, and, it's he's like, and then it's like, oh shit! And they really throw the like gore in there when you don't think it's going to be in there. And to me, that really works, and it's different, and it's something. It was unique. I liked it. Like, yeah, it was like very gory and like a really fucked up visual, but it was a cool special effect, especially for uh, not a low. I don't know how, what the budget was. On this. We don't, I don't have know if a they budget. Show it. We only know how much it made. Two point five, right? Which was two point five million. So I, yeah, I don't know. I don't, but it, I don't think it had a big Hollywood budget, yeah. and uh, to to have that kind of like a like that looked real and it was cringy and it was like it was it was good. It was mm-hmm. a good special effect. I liked it a lot. I don't know if it was a practical effect or what it was, but it was it was really good. I think it was a mix. The dude's face really, because like the other ones got Mitch's like his face was ridiculous. The guys, the other two looked fucked up, but they looked like they could be like real members of like society. But like Mitch looked like straight up fucking spaceship, or like straight out of like a cave somewhere. I don't know. That fucking devil was like a fucked up piece of society. Yeah, but I feel like you could see him in a tattoo shop somewhere. You know, yeah, like like you might yeah. see, like 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 Steve, <laughs> like 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 Steve with the fucking devil horns, our boy. We're not, we won't say his last name, but but like those are people that get the prosthetic effects and they get the and they really look fucked up. Or and to them they look cool and great. They have fun, live your life. Uh, but and like the clown, he didn't look that fucked up. He just had all the makeup and shit. But uh, and he just kind of looked like a slub. But mm-hmm. fucking that like Mitch looked like fucking like. A creature, <laughs> you know, he didn't yeah. look like a real person. And, and what's so fun, what's so creepy though, is the face did not match the voice at all. Yeah, <laughs> he probably like he fucking worked at Best Buy. Yeah, like he worked yeah. at IKEA. Like he just, he didn't seem like a. Yeah, hey, how can I help you today? Yeah. I'm gonna rip off your face. Yeah, 
It's like it's a real work in progress. Oh my god! Like, and that work that part still worked for me. I, I did like that part. I did not like it. It was good. But yeah, uh, what was your favorite kill? My favorite kill, because I like the pitchfork death and I like the poker death, and I think that those both worked. I will say, I'll give it it because of the emotional factor. I'm gonna have to do it when Harper takes Bailey out. Oh, the, the pitchfork to they, Bailey. To yeah. They get her with the. They have her tied up in one of the costumes. They have so, Bailey tied up in one Bailey, of the costumes with, with a mask on. With a mask on mm-hmm. and a harp over her mouth. Harper thinks she's an enemy, so she gets her with the rake, or the same rake or pitchfork, or whatever that went, whatever went through Angela's head, goes through Bailey's stomach, and and then she takes the mask off, and you see it's her, and then she's telling her to run. It's a very emotional moment, and it's a good, like this this movie had good emotional beats, and this was one of them, and uh, it's a different type of kill that kind of like gets at your heart a little bit because it's like you thought she might get out with her because in Hellfest, if we're trained, the the two friends get out. Mm -hmm. So it's like you think that she might get out with her. She doesn't. Uh, The boyfriend ends up with it, which is kind of a, he comes out of nowhere and then fucks the one dude up. Mitch only really gets like a huge strike to the back of the head. So Mitch is probably still out there fucking vibing somewhere, smoking a joint. Who knows? Mitch is fucking out here. The other guys we know are dead. They burned, like the clown got fucked up at the very end. And the, the the devil's definitely gone. The devil got shot in the head, something put through his fucking eye. That was bad. What did you think about the whole Pop Goes the Weasel bullshit? With the gun? I thought it was cool. I thought that was a little prolonged, honestly. I don't think I would stand in front of a door for that fucking long waiting for it to play all that music well, and the gears and shit to shit. The, de- the devil should have known when he was choking her, like, she's going to try to gouge my eyes. She's going to try to hit my nuts. No matter I'm what. I'm not that far, though. I'm saying, like, before. When she before the door her. even opened and she yeah. got the key in. And she's just standing there. It's just- Come on, you gotta fucking know something's coming. And she did. That's why she walked to the side. That's why she was standing. Yeah, off that's the why side. you saw. Her. She kind of like takes a couple steps. I know. I get that. It's, I think it happened a little bit too long. It was too slow for the. It song. was kind of a slow shot. Yeah. Because yeah. it like the, it followed the pace of the song, which Pop Goes the Weasel is a slow, methodical song. But uh, it uh, I do. The devil should have known. Like, he's choking her. He's trying to kill her. And he knows this gun's going to go off after. Like, y- you made the thing. You're a part of the haunted house. She's going to try to fuck you up to get you to lead up. Stay down no matter what. Like, even if she gouges, deal with the pain. Just stay down. Because if you go up, you're getting shot in the fucking head. And he just couldn't understand that. And, and so she fucked him up. He fucking raised his head up. And boom, pop goes the fucking weasel. See you later, buddy. And that's what took him out. The other one, it was batters up to the one monster that came after uh, the zombie. The zombie, yeah, that came after what's his name, uh, Nathan. And Nathan fucked him up. You batter up. There you go, Sammy Salsa. That was a good end to him. I, I thought the right two end, the right two, you know, made it to the end. I, I mean, Nathan could have died. It really didn't matter to me. I didn't appreciate the fake out end. No, I'm so fucking sick of seeing that in horror. Yeah. The whole waking up in a hospital and like, oh, it's just a dream. It's not a fucking great. But it was real, and the clown came to kill her, so. You know? Yeah, I didn't think when she woke up in the hospital, she thought it was a dream. Yeah, the one part, though, though, was when she went home. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it kind of felt like that a little bit. But I thought the whole movie worked. I loved the tone. It was one of those movies, and you said it, too. 
it's genuinely scary, and I haven't felt like this from horror in a while to where I'm sitting – and by the way, I'm a grown 25-year-old man, and I feel like I can take care of myself in an altercation. But I was on the couch with a blanket over my face, and, and, and I looked over, and Sharon's doing the same thing, and both of our eyes, like we have real terror in our eyes, and we're looking, and we're like, ah, ah. And it's like, I never do that. I don't give a shit. Like, I'll, I'll jump a little bit, but I don't, like, get scared. And I was like... I mean, and I'm 33 at this point. I've yeah. been watching horror for about seven years longer than Daniel. And this movie legit scared the fucking deceivers out. Yeah. Like, I'm one of those guys. I ain't scared of shit. But th- this was, like, kind of... This was very creepy. And it was scary. And I was, like... I was in. And it's, like... It really had me. On, this, on the rewatch, I was a little more, like... I felt like I had known what was in the sausage at that point. Yeah. But when I did... And I was went into it fresh, it was, like, everything. It was, like... It really had me in my toes. It was the, the best scary movie I've seen in a while. And I'm giving it a 9 out of 10. I'd give it a 9. Because I thought it did things that horror hasn't been able to do in a while for me. And honestly, right. from coming out of 2019, yeah. it's the only one that I can really say, other than the Child's Play remake, that I really enjoy. Because to take something that's so familiar, which is a group of kids doing something, and, and, and shit goes well, yeah, wrong. Like how many times do we see a group of friends getting together and shit going wrong? Yeah. But to take that and still kind of have fresh takes and still have cool stuff going on and the atmosphere is so creepy that it doesn't matter if and it feels familiar. And was really good. Great acting all around from the oh, the whole cast, the killers, to the people being killed. Everything was done well. Like I said, the domestic abuse thing was the only thing that seemed a little off, but I still didn't hate it. And I'm like that Sam it, came in and got like fucked up quick, too. For a second, I was cheering for her abuser. Yeah. I don't like that. I mean, I like the fact that he died right away, but... I was Yeah, but I, I didn't really, like, because I knew he wasn't going to rescue her. I was ready for... I was, like, cheering for him to die pretty Yeah, much. but wouldn't that have been a twist that you don't see very often where the abuser becomes the rescuer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but because that's a terrible well, that's message to put out there. That's what I thought they were doing. That's what I thought, oh, yeah. no, 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 no. No, do not do that. I'm with you in a way that's different, but I don't think that needs to be done or said. No. Okay. And that's I don't, something that just needs to be untouched. Yeah, and I think people would flip out if it went, like, why do you need to put that message out there? <laughs> why does the abuser need to save the, the day? The hero. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like how I've been in, like, the newest Scream movies where Billy Loomis is kind of the hero. Like, no. Yes. He raped and killed Sidney Prescott's fucking mother and left her in a fucking town plaza. Got it. And I I love doing shit differently just as much as the next guy, and I love finding originality and stuff, but I think that's one area that it, they can leave it alone. That doesn't it need to be It doesn't done. work. Yeah. Like, I understand seeing, like, people that, like, are out for revenge and whatnot. You can have your anti-heroes, because there are people that are bad people in fiction, but then you end up rooting for them at the end. I, I did, but Sam needed to be developed a little more before that happened. Yeah. Because all we've seen of this guy literally is him smacking her in the flashbacks and, and, the and then we see him in the car and, and him texting her crazy stuff but all, everything else about the movie i thought was amazing and i re- i really enjoyed the flick i like i said nine out of ten do you have an idea what you want to do next week i do and i don't um if you can find the descent anywhere i kind of want to watch that the Descent's on Tubi. Okay. Part 1's and 2. Oh. Ew. 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 And Sharon's like, no. Well, we can watch anything. I don't care. Um, no, The Descent's fine. I'll watch it. She'll watch it. All right, fine. We'll do The Descent. 
I did it just that. You want to do both? Right? Or Megan. Do you want to talk about Megan finally? That's out. I mean, I haven't watched it, watched it, but watch I can it. watch it. Watch it. Yeah, I already I saw it. it. I can't believe you saw it before I did. I know. I yeah. saw it too. Yeah. I'm not surprised by that chance. <laughs> it was good, though. I like. just because it's a tamer yeah. movie. I'm not surprised. Yeah, but I sit here and watch whatever Daniel's watching. Yeah, sure. She can deal with the fucked up shit. But uh, it it was good, uh, and I, I'm excited. I'm excited to rewatch it and talk about it. Uh, do you have anything else? Um, the movie that I could not remember from last week, guys, the one that's going to be in theaters at the end of this, this month is Evil Dead Rises. Really? I apologize, I forgot. Really? Yeah. Is that a first Campbell in it? And he is like part of the directing team okay. on the family, but he will not be. Is the movie okay? After Ash versus the Evil Dead, the TV show and whatnot, what kind of went belly up? He decided to not be Ash anymore. Oh, I love that actor. He's the man. He's the fucking man. I liked him in Burn Notice. I liked him in what? The first time I saw him, something about the tales of. Something Crisco Jr. I have no idea. Oh, it was um, it was a TV show. It was just good. It had to do with um, like time traveling cowboys. Oh yeah, he's the man. But, I'll tell you uh, what is in a minute. Okay. Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell's a legend. But uh, we're, we are probably gonna get out of here soon. We'll, yeah. we'll get the name of that. Before we talk. <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah, Haunt was a great movie. Yes, Haunt was a very good movie. So next week we will do the defense. Yes. And that'll be fun, seeing people in caves. The yeah. Adventures of Briscoe County, Jr. There you go. And with that, everybody have a great night. Who you? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.